Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach and heart-centered human here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Okay, hello everyone. We're back for another episode of the Gentle Podcast and I have a special guest with me, Adriana Bramanti. Welcome, Adriana. Hi, thanks for having me. And Adriana is a clairvoyant medium and Reiki master, and she's going to talk to us about her story, her spirituality, um, and all other goodness that I'm sure will come up. (laughs) So to get us started, Adriana, do you want to share a little bit about who you are, what you do, your journey, any major turning points um, that you want to share with everyone? Sure. Okay. So we're diving deep straight into it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I guess long story short, um, kind of how I got into touch with my spiritual side, I was pretty much raised in quite a a toxic household, brought up um, with a lot of trauma. So I, you know, suffering through so much depression, everything I, to meditation, I just kind of felt a, a deeper yearning for life. So just pretty much connected with, with that area. And um, I guess everything just opened up through that. Um, so I've been meditating for about four or five years now. So I do transcendental meditation or TM for short. Um, so that's really, really opened me up. Um, but I guess kind of how everything did come about was through my meditation one day, I like, came out of it and I heard a voice telling me to go to India. So at the time, I didn't know it was actually spirit until years later. Um, but long story short, I yeah, I listened to I listened to um, the advice. I took it. I went to India. Mind you, I've never been overseas before, so this was my first holiday. So obviously, with the culture shock, <laughs> it yeah. was um, it was a bit of a, a journey. Um, but yeah, definitely a beautiful place. But um, yeah, when I I got back and. I just, yeah, was definitely not the same person. Just everything kind of opened me up um, and I kept getting drawn to Reiki in specific um, or in particular. And I, yeah, I just kept hearing about, it. I guess, you know, messages always come through and yeah, my advice is to always listen to them um, and, and to follow your intuition in, in that sense. So ended up um, following um, the Reiki, ended up rolling myself on a course, didn't really know anything about it. And through a lot of practice and everything, ended up opening up my third eye and now I do readings and everything. So that's pretty much how I got to where I am now. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's definitely been a lot of um, self-healing and self-exploration for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I have three questions out of your story. Sure. So yeah. firstly, um, you said that meditation was like kind of like a catalyst to some shifts. What made you start meditating? Was it just like one day you just felt like meditating or um, yeah, like how, how did you actually start that in the midst of the toxic household and everything else that was going on? I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess I just, um, I don't know. I just thought I had to do something. It just, I guess when you, 
when you're in the in the beginning process of of awakening even when you're not aware of it you just have like this it's like a yearning and dissatisfaction it's like an uncomfortability of you being in your own body in a sense mm. and you just kind of want to break out of that so i thought i didn't really know anything about meditation i was just like all right, let's just start here. And I noticed there was something that I did put on my vision board. So I kept seeing it um, every day. So I was like, all right, let's actually, you know, start to do it. So um, yeah, I guess when I just, yeah, started doing it, um, I wanted to take a little bit more seriously and actually I did end up taking a course for it. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of that yearning. I just kind of wanted to connect a little bit deeper to life. Um, just kind of come back, come back home to myself, I guess. Mm, beautiful. Um, my next yeah. question is around, so you said you heard that voice saying, go to India. Did you yeah. ever, did you ever, was it just like, okay, I'm booking my ticket, I'm gone. Or was there like some self doubt or what, or was it uh, you just knew straight away, okay, I'm going to India. Well, when I kind of came out of the meditation and I heard that voice, I was where is this coming from like what is this um I actually got really scared I started crying started panicking because I had no idea what was going on I thought I was going crazy um so yeah like when I actually first heard the voice I I thought I was actually going crazy I didn't really know what was happening when I came out of that meditation I started started panicking a little bit, started crying because I didn't really know what was going on. Um, I called my mom and everything. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And of course, like, you know, (laughs) she thought I was crazy too. Um, But I guess I kind of just pushed it away a little bit. Um, And then a couple months later, I ended up did booking the ticket. Like it was something that kept lingering around. I guess the more you try and resist something that's meant for you, the more it'll just, yeah, it just won't go past you basically. So I ended up having to give in and completely surrender. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it did take me a little while to officially lock it in. Um, but yeah, I'm so grateful that I, that I took that step. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Let's talk about how you said you grew up in a bit of a toxic environment how what kind what did your healing journey look like like what was your process of letting go of the things that might have been weighing you down or that letting go of the things that were causing any kind of suffering that were kind of triggered from that period in your life what did your healing journey look like wow okay that's a big question very personal one um i guess with (laughs) <laughs> yeah no of course um I guess oh wow yeah trauma is a big one I guess when it came to my healing it was just I just suffered so much that I I just couldn't bear it anymore and I think that that's what actually happens when you when you do spiritually awaken there is that that split from you know who am I and then it, it splits into your ego self and your your spiritual self so I guess through all of that suffering I you know I did it did evidently cause that split for me. But um, I guess just, you know, going through trauma, I think it's just the main key is to actually accept what it is you're thinking and feeling. I mean, I always say feel it to heal it. So whatever feelings arise to not dismiss them, don't look at them as a negative thought because every time that you are feeling something, it is negative energy releasing from within you. So I always tell people to embrace that. Um, so that was something that I kept telling myself every day, like, it's okay for me to feel this way. You know, I've obviously carried a lot of things, seen a lot of things, felt a lot of things that I shouldn't have. 
Um, definitely experienced a lot of things that I shouldn't have, um, but it has, you know, led me to where I am today. So um, I definitely express a lot of gratitude for my suffering and I do follow a lot of um, Buddhist teachings and philosophical teachings as well. And it talks a lot about the Four Noble Truths. So basically touching on what suffering is and how it's absolutely essential to our growth and being as probably one of the biggest blessings that we can actually have in our life. So yeah, when it comes up, I just say just to, just to feel it, to heal it. Feel it to heal it. That is beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So yeah. do you think there is an importance to suffering in our life? And for anyone listening that might be going through some kind of trauma or suffering or, or any experience that they kind of, I guess, resisting at the moment, what, what do you have to say to them? What you resist persists, as the Buddha say. Mm -hmm. So the more you try to push away what it is that you're feeling, the more you're just going to bring more of it to you. And I guess when it comes to healing, a lot of us, you know, do things that we can like to try and suppress these emotions. And I think that that's probably the worst way to go about it. This is why we develop addictions and things like that, because we're using that as like a mask to hide what our underlying issues actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, with healing, I just, uh, sorry, with, with trauma and, and healing and everything in, in that aspect, I just think it's absolutely essential to just embrace it. Um, and definitely that there is always light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I think a lot of people think too, as well, when it comes to suffering, that once you get over something that your life's going to be perfect like that all the time. And I don't know where people, people get this from. It's, um, it brings a lot of false hope, I feel, um, because I mean, nothing's, nothing's permanent in this life, whether it's feelings, emotions, experiences, um, absolutely everything. So, you know, whether you're going through something bad or something good, it's not going to last forever. So just kind of embracing that for what it is and kind of identifying what is it that's, I guess, maybe mirroring back at you that you need to learn to overcome and I guess, you know, be a bit more of who you are, your higher self in your, you know, on the earthly plane. So yeah, I think it just, it just comes down to just letting yourself feel what it is that you want to feel. Mm, Amazing. I love that. So what would you like to share? Um, I think probably the art of letting go, I would say. I think a lot of people always come to me, a lot of my clients, especially like, how do I actually let go mm. of what it is that I'm trying, you know, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, a circumstance or whatever. And I've kind of, I guess, summed it up in, in some steps. So the first one for me is acknowledgement. So um, I guess for people that are, are spiritual like myself and like you, I guess we do understand the importance of actually being the observer of your own thoughts. So kind of understanding that, you know, that there is an issue and just acknowledging that in, in its essence. Um, And then once we acknowledge that we come to a stage of acceptance. So accepting that it is there and allowing it to be there, Mm -hmm. feel it to heal it, which is like I said before. Um, So just really being in the midst of that and just knowing that there's nothing wrong with feeling what it is that you're feeling so just really accepting for the experience that you may have gone through and just accepting it for what it is fully and completely um and then I follow that with surrender so um surrender just kind of obviously just letting go um just just letting go of of what 
the situation is, what the feelings are. Um, and then we obviously come to the actions of surrender, which is the things that we have to do in order for, for that to get that momentum, for the surrender in itself to get the momentum. So doing things like, I don't know, affirmation writing, um, meditations, visualization practices have been like a godsend to me, really visualizing the outcome of what you want or just visualizing what the experience was and just letting that, just letting that go completely. So yeah, when I'm saying like the action of surrender is is to do the things that can help move that along a lot further. Mm -hmm. And then that obviously follows to the last step, which is nothingness. So literally just allowing the universe to take care of the rest acknowledged what the issue is you've accepted it and you've surrendered to it you're now coming to that that stage of just letting the rest of that flow letting the universe take care of the rest so that's pretty much how i've gone about letting go and just trusting that the universe is going to do everything that it should be that it should be doing yeah that is amazing steps and it's so like it's so practical, like just acknowledging what is and accepting that it's there. And I love that you've put some action around surrender because I feel like it's a little bit of like maybe like a buzzword at the moment. It's like, oh, just surrender, yes. I'll let go. Yes. But then everyone's <laughs> like, oh, okay, how do I actually do that? How do I um, do that? Yeah. yeah. So you so definitely me- comes into, yeah, no, it definitely comes into play of just actually, you know, accepting that you do want to surrender and then doing the things that you can and then actually letting go of that of that feeling, that thought. And that's when I'm saying just like nothingness, just letting the universe run its course and letting just just trusting, just trusting and just letting go that whatever's meant to be released will be. Beautiful. And yeah, that like letting the nothingness exist, I think is so important as well. Because sometimes like whenever this space, whether it's like physically or energetically or in any way like sometimes we as like humans just want to fill the space immediately so just allowing that nothingness to exist I think is really beautiful and really important in our healing journey as well absolutely absolutely Hmm. okay if um so for someone that's in the process of feeling into the nothingness So I know that like a a question I get asked a lot is like, what do I need to do? Like, give me like the action steps. And sometimes it's actually not about like doing anything. It's just about being. So what, what, what would you say is important when someone's in that like space of nothingness, what's important for them to know, do or be like, do they, is there anything to do or is it simply about well no because the that's what i'm saying in step number four so action of surrender you've done everything in that step Mm. for you to actually help let that go so when it comes to nothingness you don't do anything Mm. you that's when the universe takes care of the rest so just kind of you know things are still going to come up you're still going to feel what it is that you're feeling um and you know because you're in the process of releasing that energy so there is nothing further for you to do so you have to be in that space there might be a bit of like uncomfortability or there might be a lot of like you know emotional roller coasters 
whatever it is, you kind of just have to take it in because the universe is running its course and it's, it's releasing all of this for you because there's nothing else left for you to do. You have fully done all the things that you possibly can do. So the rest just comes down to trusting and having faith in that. Beautiful. It's like that beautiful partnership. It's like you've done your part and now trust that. The yes. Oh, I love that you put oh. it that way. Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. So um, just final question for today is just around you being a clairvoyant and doing psychic readings and things like that. So do you want to talk a little bit about like your experience, what it's like being in that space? And also if you think that everyone kind of has that innate ability or if it's just an ability that a few select people have um, or yeah, or if we can all tap into that side of ourselves. This is my favorite topic. So I'm going to try and <laughs> condense it down to just as short as possible. Um, but yes, let's talk psychic abilities. I believe every, sing- every single person on this planet is psychic. Everyone has a thigh. Everyone has intuition, gut instincts. We are capable of this if we are actually open to it. So the people that are actually psychic, like myself, um, or you know, energy healers, or whatever, it's because we've actually opened ourselves and allow allowed ourselves to receive that and to just be open to that coming to us. So I definitely believe that yeah, anyone is completely capable. Um, as for I guess diving into it, I mean. I guess, you know, meditation practice, there are a lot of things that I wouldn't, I, I mean, I guess I've had a lot of dark experiences too. So this isn't really something that I would encourage people to kind of play around with. Um, it is obviously getting in touch with, you know, the other side. So I guess, you know, things like protection methods are absolutely essential. That is the number one thing I really want people to understand that if they are experiencing their third eye opening, you need to, you need to really harness the protection methods. Absolutely crucial. Um, Because when you're very open and you don't really have any experience, you don't know what's going on. You have all these different types of energies and, and I guess, you know, earthly bound spirits and stuff just kind of coming in at you and, and at you. And it, it can be very, very overwhelming and very frightening. I've definitely had some dark experiences, which I won't dive too much into. Don't want to scare our listeners. Um, but I mean, once you do, I guess, do the protection methods and you do the work and everything, it's definitely something that I would encourage to get in touch with I mean we're all capable of it and yeah I think experiencing this side of life has really been completely blissful I mean I guess I've really felt that I've attained a lot of states as well that I just feel are not even on the consciousness scale so really just I guess being open to it and and embracing that I think you really could be opening up yourself to something quite magical Yeah. With the like protection methods that you mentioned, is there anything you can share that um, people can do? Or do you think that this is best to do kind of like with a mentor or with some external guidance? No, definitely. I mean, anyone can just do it. Even if you're, especially if you're an empath as well. And I'm also a clairsentient. So it's like an extreme kind of empath. So Mm -hmm. even for the empaths listening out, this is absolutely crucial because it's going to help you to protect yourself from even absorbing a lot of other people's energies. Um, So just visualizing, you want to visualize any color that's not white and green. The reason for this is because when you're 
visualizing yourself protected in white energy um, spirits and things confuse it with the light. So therefore they're going to attract to you. So this can obviously include lower entities. So we don't want this second color you don't want to use as well is green. And this is because it's a manifesting color. So if you're protecting yourself using the color green and you're trying to keep away higher energies or lower entities, you're going to bring them more to you. So definitely not using green as well. Um, so I always use purple cause it is the, I guess the, the psychedelic color. Um, and it's just something I personally feel protected with. So visualizing purple light coming down from just above your head where your, I guess your higher chakra is and just a pyramid around you and right, right to the bottom of your, like um, beneath your feet. So you really want to sit in that state of feeling protected, feeling that energy flowing in there. So this is something that's going to help you as well to really as well. It's going to become a lot stronger. Even in terms of protection methods as well, there's another one that I do. If you find that people are attacking you like verbally, emotionally, or energetically, visualizing a mirror in front of this person and the mirror is facing them. So anything that they are projecting onto you is only going back to them. And this actually cuts off that, that interaction, I guess. And you actually, you will notice that you won't feel any, I guess, need to respond to whatever it is they're saying because you're officially cut off from that because whatever they're projecting onto you is only reflecting back to them. So that's a really, really powerful one that I use as well. Um, but yeah, whether you're an empath or whether, you know, your third eye is opening protection methods every day, the stronger, you, the, the more you do them, the stronger they'll get. So I always encourage them. I love everything you've just shared. And it's so like, it's practical as well as um, spiritual and, and energetic as well. So amazing giving some ideas and some, yeah, like I, I never knew not to use the color white. So you've, yeah inspired me as well yeah <laughs> well because I actually used to use the color white a lot and then I did a protection method course and yeah that's pretty much what I was saying not to use white I'm like oh well <laughs> I'm like I've been using that my whole life but now that I know I'm sharing that information so it's good yeah. um but even if you're big on crystals as well um black tourmaline um any grounding crystals like mukite jasper they are really good for protection methods as well. Um, so even just keeping them in your pocket or in your bra um, is really good as well. Just be sure that you're obviously cleansing them. You're not letting people touch them because, you know, you'll absorb their energy as well. So crystal protection is good as well. Things like Tibetan bowls, smudging sticks, um, Palo Santo as well. There's, there's so, so many. So definitely do your research. Um, but yeah, the more, the more you use it, the, the stronger it will get and you'll, you'll feel it. You'll feel it. Beautiful. Thank you so much for this conversation, Adriana. I've loved everything that we've talked about for everyone listening that wants to have a little stalk of you online or wants to get in touch and look into more, um, of what you do and what you're all about. How can we find you? Um, so I can, yeah, my Instagram, I guess. <laughs> Um, so my Instagram, I mean, am I meant to give that out on here? Or are you doing a link? Yep. So, um, <laughs> um, I guess I am all over social media. Yeah. I'll put all the links in the show notes. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, beautiful. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.